Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and this is a weekend episode. Typically I don't do these but I was feeling all sorts of vibes and emotions um, and I decided that I wanted to share what is going on and I am on this weight loss journey like I said and trying to make better decisions, eat healthier, drink more water, um, give up some of the sugary stuff in life. Um, so yeah, with that sometimes comes a lot of realizations or things that are pent up within ourselves. These emotions start to come out when we're not just Um, eating them away. I will say that um, my go-to in the time of stress has been ice cream or other sugary things. Um, It used to be candy bars and that has stopped. Yay! Um, So I want to talk about sometimes how our emotions are being pushed down or we feel helpless or we don't know what to do. And then we begin a journey either with, um, recovery, maybe if we're an addict or with our eating habits or a job change or we move to a new city, whatever the change might be. Sometimes it can really trigger a lot of emotions and thoughts. And that's where I'm at today. Um, I will say that since moving from my hometown to the city that I'm currently in, as I've said multiple times, it's been a huge struggle for me. And I cannot find my happiness here and I haven't been able to really find um, my footing here. Um, It's a very different area than what I'm used to, as I've stated previously, and I've struggled with it. And I've tried to find the lighter side of living here. And I have tried to figure out what I can do to make it a little bit easier on myself. Um, But with that also came a lot of realizations about um, myself, my spouse, and my stepchildren. And with that... um, I am just not happy with it overall. And that's something I think that's very difficult to admit to ourselves. And we look for escapes or a way to um, make it easier for ourselves. Like we're trying to sand down the edges when we're feeling rough and we're feeling raw. And so when I began this journey um, with the weight and trying to be better, um, a lot of things just started arising to the surface because in a sense, I wasn't medicating my feelings with food anymore. Um, A lot of things that I had kind of maybe buried in the back of my mind um, were starting to come to light more. And last night was a very emotional night for me. I really tried to talk to my spouse about what I was feeling and how I was feeling really disrespected um, by our my stepdaughters. Like, 
Um, respect, I think, is just something across the board, whether you're a child, a parent, um, just an everyday person in friendships, families, whatever. Respect is just all around a good thing to have. Um, you know, it's something that I take very seriously and a lot of other people do too, is that you have to really respect people, their boundaries, um, who they are as a person. And you can't always try to fixate on somebody's flaws and, and be rude to them or disrespect them. Um, so it's been a struggle for the past three years with that. And I have tried to talk to my spouse multiple times about how I was feeling and he just wasn't getting it. And last night really came to a head with us and our relationship. Um, I believe as a couple, um, whether you're married or you're in a domestic partnership, um, a civil union, whatever it may be, that you need to be on the same page most of the time. Um, you need to be reading out of the same book, at least. Um, we have not been on the same page, my spouse and I, and it's been insanely difficult the past three years to deal with this. Um, I had spoken with him several years ago when we moved here saying, you know, this is really stressful. We have all this going on. Um, I was trying to recover from my hysterectomy during this move. Um, I was also later on dealing with the fact that my mother-in-law passed away suddenly. Um, there were so many things that were going on. Um, that I think how I was really feeling about the situation got buried in everything else that was going on. And that happens in life. Um, sometimes things rise to the surface later after the dust settles. And that happens a lot more than I think people realize. So since the dust has settled a little bit more, I really tried to discuss with him how I was feeling in the relationship, how I was feeling like he didn't have my back, how I felt like, you know, when the kids were here, he is a completely different person. He's very tuned out. I felt like he was very just here, just taking up physical space. He wasn't present mentally. Um... And he really couldn't offer me any explanation for that. And he did tell me that, you know, when his mom passed, a lot of things did change for him as well. And I said I totally understood that, you know, things changed for me. Um, but he was very noncommittal in his answers. And that really bothered me. Um, because I'm a very committed person and... I think we as women, we are givers in a sense. We are nurturers in some aspects and we are triers, if that's a word. Um, we try our hardest and I am always trying my best in most situations. Um, none of us are perfect, but 
I can honestly say, you know, having stepchildren and um, dealing with two separate mothers, it's a stressful situation at times. It is not stressful all the time, but there are times that is very, very difficult when you're trying to coordinate things. And I read an article yesterday about um, marriage um, from Psychology Central, and it talked about how most marriages end because nobody is paying attention. How um, husbands and wives and partners tend to get focused either like on their jobs completely or they're focused on the children completely or they're just focused on something else and then pretty soon they don't know how to communicate with each other and they don't know how to talk to each other and they don't want to be honest with that other person anymore or they don't feel like they can go to that person and tell their story because that connection is lost that feeling of comfort and ease is gone um, and it causes a lot of friction like I said rough edges in the relationship you know if your partner is acting like a porcupine are you really going to want to talk to them if you're scared you're going to get shot with quills not really. That's that's not going to help anything. Um, so with this, if there are people that are struggling, that are listening um, with their relationships, I would say you have to really 100% pay attention. Um, it's not a good idea to start walking down different paths in your marriage. Um you have to find a way to be there for each other and make each other a priority. I have always been a believer that your marriage should come first. And when I did therapy with my spouse right now, um, that is one of the things she said is that you really have to take the time to make your marriage a priority. You can't work, 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 or just do everything that the kids want to do all the time because you're not being adults with each other at that point. And I think that's how some marriages go on for like 20, 30 years. And then the kids leave the house and it's like, oh no, we don't have anything in common anymore. Um, you want to keep your marriage at the forefront. Um, I've always been a believer too, that your marriage comes before your job. Um, that, you know, you can have a very stressful job if you're a doctor or a lawyer or something that is very demanding, but at the same time, you have to make that time to be a couple. You have to take that time, whether it's once a week, once a month, that you're creating that time to just go get coffee or you're um, watching a show together and you put the kids to bed early so you can watch that show. And I think a lot of times people forget to do that. They forget to make their spouse or their significant other a priority. And I am guilty of doing that as well. I am guilty of having times when I felt like what was going on with the girls was more important than our relationship. Um, But I can honestly say that I have tried to put our relationship in the forefront not in the background and 
when the other person doesn't want to do that, that's when it becomes really hard because marriage and relationships, they take two people to make it work. If you're sitting there doing all the work by yourself, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get resentful of that other person. And that's really how I've been feeling um, recently too, is I feel really burned out. I feel like even when I go to work, it's been hard for me to function there and function correctly because I'm so distracted by the fact that things at home are really unsettled and things are really unresolved. Um, That's something else I think as spouses and partners in this life, um, you really have to figure out how to resolve situations. If you're constantly sweeping things under the rug and you're constantly leaving things open-ended with no resolution, no agreement, um, you're also asking for trouble um, because those issues, excuse me, those issues are going to circle back around. They are going to come back at some point. And it's like I've even told my spouse, you're circling, circling the drain. You're just around and around and around. And, you know, what happens eventually, it goes down the drain. And that's what can happen to relationships as well. Things can go down the drain because everything is just left open-ended. And eventually somebody is just left to pick up the pieces and try to carry on. And that's honestly how I felt recently is that I'm constantly picking up the pieces. I'm constantly trying to move on every time. And I don't know how to deal with that anymore. And pretty soon, you know, I stopped caring about myself. I stopped working out. I stopped eating better. Um, This was all pre-COVID as well. Just a preference that. Um, I stopped doing a lot of things because I don't think I realized how unhappy I was feeling. Um, Even though I had tried to express it on multiple occasions, It was a circling the drain situation. Um, I felt like my partner didn't want to hear me. I felt like what I was saying didn't have any value. It didn't have any relevance um, to him that it wasn't important. And like I said in this article, um, referencing that again, it talked about at the end, he gave three pieces of advice. said, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. And that is so true. You have to really pay attention to what's going on in your relationship. Um, Yes, you may be married and going through your college doctorate maybe, or you're going through a really rough time, but you have to pay attention to each other. You really have to take that time and you have to put that effort in. Um, I think social media also adds another element to all of this because it's also another way to distract yourself from what's really going on. And that is something where I started to institute this thing um, or this rule, I guess, where I wanted our phones down by like 8.30. I didn't really want to have any communication with people past 8.30 unless it was an emergency. I wanted that time to be with my partner, to reconnect, to whether it's watching a TV show, whether it's discussing what happened at work, um, 
I really wanted that time to be about us. And I started to realize more and more that my partner just was not adhering to that. And that's also what caused some disagreements. Um, yes, you know, there's video games on our phones. There's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, you name it. It's out there. Um, but you have to have the ability to put those phones aside. You have to have the ability to focus on what's going on in your life. It's kind of like a camera. If you keep getting further and further away and you have to zoom in closer and closer, eventually the picture is going to look blurry. It's going to look terrible. Um, and I actually don't know what is going to happen between me and my partner. And that is a very scary place to be that it even got here. Um, even after going to couples therapy um, a couple months ago, it's very scary how quickly things got escalated. And I'm not going to say that I didn't cause some ex escalation on my end because I definitely, um, I definitely have been angry and I definitely have felt more bitter and I felt weighted down. Um, I even felt like some of my podcasts when I was doing them, I felt like they were kind of heavy and these past few weeks on this journey, I have felt lighter because I'm speaking my truth. And I think that is something that's really important in relationships too, is to speak your truth. If you're uncomfortable with a situation, you need to say, and I'll just give an example. Um, several years ago, we took a trip to um, Alabama with some high school, grade school friends of my spouse's. There was a person that wanted to attend. She had had a hookup relationship with my spouse prior. Um, a lot of his buddies that were going on this trip knew about it. This was to be a family trip. Um, she is a single person, has no children. Um, so I asked why somebody would even consider inviting her. That's drama that I did not want to enter into our family trip. I just didn't. Um, I felt that it was inappropriate. Like she did not need to be there in my opinion. Um, so I told my husband, that's a firm line for me. You know, this person that you used to, this person that you had this hookup situation with, you know, I don't want to be staring at her because, or seeing her dealing with things because she's also someone who, and some of his friends are too, um, that would bring up the past and bring up a lot of things. And I am not a person who likes to live in the past. Um, I like to learn from it and grow and move on. Um, some people like to hang on to the past. That's their glory days or whatever. And that just happens. But, you know, I caused some waves with their friendship and it changed a lot of things. And, you know, and there's some people who may be listening to us thinking that is crazy to do that or that's insecurity talking and that's totally fine. But 
at the same time, this was supposed to be a family trip and I didn't feel it was necessary. And I spoke my truth and I knew it was going to be difficult and I knew I wasn't going to be well liked because I was feeling this way. But I mean, that's maybe an extreme example, but I really feel like sometimes people hold back from what they're really feeling in relationships. Um, But you have to be able to speak your truth in your relationship. If you feel like something isn't right and you feel like in your gut or your heart of hearts or whatever you want to say that something is wrong, speak your truth. Um, by no means do I mean go out and hurt people intentionally. But I think sometimes we get caught up in trying to make it right for the other person or we think, well, maybe that person will love me less if I say this is how I really feel. Trust me, you will be the one that gets hurt in the end, possibly, by not speaking your truth. There is a time and place to speak your truth as well. But um, I definitely think if there are situations that are bothering you or they've been bothering you for a while, that you need to say how you feel at some point. Um, Sit down and have a conversation with your partner about those things because it's about paying attention to. And if you're feeling like something isn't right and you're a believer of feeling in your gut like something is wrong, I trust my gut completely. If I feel like something isn't right, um, I'm definitely someone who will say... um, And I'm not always right, and you might not always be right, but I think that our gut instinct was given to us for a reason, like when we were in the days of hunters and gatherers, and I think that it's important that we listen to that response sometimes if something doesn't feel right. Um, In all of this, I still care about my husband very much, Um, and... This being my second time being married, this is not, whew, not an easy situation to deal with. Um, it feels like you're failing again. It feels like you're going to be judged again um, for having issues. And that's tough to deal with too. Um But remember in all of this that it is your partnership. It is your relationship. Um, People don't live it day in and day out. They only know what is on the surface. They don't know what goes on behind closed doors. They don't live it day in and day out. Um, I remember a lot of people saying like when some of my family members ended up divorced. They're like, well he or she seemed like such a great person. Like I can't imagine what would happen. And I'm like, I remember actually telling my mom, um, you don't live it every day. You don't know what was happening just because you see beautiful pictures of them in a beautiful background does not mean that the situation is beautiful. And I think that's where we get confused Social media life is completely different than real life. We cannot filter out anything in real life. Um, 
it would be glorious if we could, but we would never learn anything from it. So if you're on an emotional journey or you're recovering from something and a lot of emotions are coming up, please know that you're not alone. Please understand that this is natural, that this is normal, and it can be difficult. And if it gets too difficult, call someone, talk to someone, call a therapist, call a hotline, and just know that you are not alone. 